Welcome back to Speak Up the Podcast. I am so excited that you are back for episode two. And I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who liked uh, the post on Instagram, who's been sharing the podcast, who's been messaging me personally about the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I'm really grateful for the community that's already growing within 414 Ministries. And I'm really excited to see all that is to come. Like I said in the first episode, at the end of the day, I want this podcast and this platform to be a space where we are encouraged, inspired, and empowered to live our lives in purpose and on purpose. And so with that being said, every episode is going to encourage you to do just that. Even this second episode titled, How to Lose a Guy in One Day. Yes, I know you might be wondering, what in the world is she about to say? So I want to give a little disclaimer first and say that I actually pre-recorded this episode before I even launched the podcast. As I was getting into things, I really just wanted to make sure I had my own stuff in order. So I pre-recorded a few episodes. And then when it came time to post this episode, I was like, hmm, I'm not sure if now is the right time. Like there's so much going on in the world. There's a lot of um, just, there's a lot going on in politics. There's a lot going on globally. Like I just don't know if this episode is um, for this season. But as I was thinking about it, I had to really remember and reflect on what this episode is about. And this episode is about us recognizing our worth in the Lord. At the end of the day, if you listen to nothing else, I want you to know that God calls you worthy, that you are worthy of every single thing that he has for you. Um, And the reason I wanted to post this episode is because Our understanding of our worth allows us and it helps us to step into what God has for us. And I believe that women and men that know their worth will be people who speak up and use their voice because they know they're here on purpose. And so I want to give that disclaimer beforehand because the reason that I decided in the end, you know what we're going to go through with this episode, is because I want you to be reminded, encouraged, and um challenged to see that God says you're worthy right here, right now. And it is from that lens of worthiness that he has a particular assignment that he wants you to step into. We'll get more into that type of conversation later in future episodes of the podcast. But first, I really just want to speak and proclaim your worth over you in this episode. And so that's exactly what this second episode, How to Lose a Guy in One Day, is all about. So the story is this. It was my senior year of college and I was on the verge of a pretty big move. And about a week before I moved, I met this guy and we just connected like right off the bat. We just really hit it off. And so even though he knew I was moving, we just decided we were going to go out um, a few days before I left. And let me tell you guys, the date was really good. He looked good. He smelled good. He paid for my food, like all that good stuff. Um, And I remember getting in my Uber to go back to my apartment later that night. And in my mind, I was so giddy. I was like, man, like he's so nice. Like that was so fun. That was such a good time. And out of the blue, my giddiness turned into angst. And all of a sudden my angst turned into regret. And I remember just sitting there and being like, no, 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 Natalie. Like, you cannot get this excited for someone that you've just met and someone that you don't know when you're going to see again. And all of a sudden, I started replaying different moments in my life where I felt rejected or different moments in my life where I felt hurt. And I just told myself, do not do this to yourself, girl. Like, do not put yourself in a situation where you are 
probably more than likely going to end up feeling disappointed or hurt or rejected. Just don't do it. And so as I sat in the car, like before I even made it back to the apartment, guys, I told myself, you know what? I'm not going to contact this guy after this. It was a great night. It was a great experience. Sorry. When I say night, I mean time at the restaurant. <laughs> okay. Don't, don't get it twisted. <laughs> it was a great evening. <laughs> But that's what it's going to be, a great evening. <laughs> that's what happened. I did not contact him after that, and we fell out of touch. And I know that you. some people might be hearing this story and being like, what in the world? Like, why would you do that to yourself? Um, but the truth is, I had allowed previous moments of rejection, previous moments of hurt to get in the way of the potential of something beautiful in my future. I allowed the potential of this guy, the potential of whatever could result of us be shortchanged because I banked on disappointment. I banked on just hurt and pain and some of the other things I had experienced in times past. So if you want to know how to lose a guy in one date, just do what I did. Convince yourself that you are not worthy of him. Convince yourself that you are worth the lesser things in life. Convince yourself that it's okay to settle. Um, and I know that that's a very vulnerable and a very raw way to get into things. And we're only in episode two. Even as I'm talking right now, I'm like, are we really going to share this? But yes, we are. Because I am willing to share my moments of breakdowns and breakthroughs if they will lead other people to have the same. So that is my tale on how to lose a guy in one date. Now, I know there are some people that might be listening to this, and this is not your issue. You don't struggle with feeling worthy when it comes to certain relationships, but it might be a different thing in your life. Maybe your thing is your career. You're settling for a job that you don't like, a job that you feel stuck in because you don't see yourself as worth um, trying a little harder or pushing for that thing that you feel called within you to do. Maybe it's going back to school. Maybe you've been refusing to just go on the school website and download the application. We're not even talking about applying it. We're just talking about downloading the application. Maybe there's a dream on your heart or a word you feel God has given you about a child. Maybe you've been struggling with infertility for a while now and you've given up on your desire to have a child. Maybe it is a relationship. Maybe there is a fractured relationship in your life and you have stopped hoping for restoration. I don't know what your thing is, but I think we all have areas in our life where we start settling for less than and we stop expecting greatness. And greatness does not mean that it's our plans, but greatness means that we give God room to let his plans unfold without us necessarily knowing the outcome. We got to stop that, guys. We have got to stop shortchanging ourselves in every area of our life, whatever it might be for you. As children of God, we have to walk boldly, bravely, and beautifully, throw back to episode one, into what God is calling us to do, what he is calling us to receive. Because if we are going to be people that walk fully into our destiny, we first have to see that we are worthy of receiving that thing that God has for us. Something the Lord has showed me is that his plans are always far greater than mine. Like I'll come up with an idea and God just has this way of always being like, Natalie, dream bigger, 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 bigger. Like God has just always been doing that with me lately. And I think that that is just who he is. We serve the God who can do immeasurably more than all that we could ask or think. But we first have to reconcile with the fact that he says we are worthy 
of receiving those things. Hallelujah. I did a coaching program just a few months ago that honestly, it just really, it changed my life, just being honest. Uh, it was a coaching program with a woman named Michelle Anna. And one of the things she said at the beginning of the program with all of the students in her class is that a lot of us are living below our um, heavenly inheritance. And that concept has just not left me since I heard it. This idea that I don't want to live below what God has already set the standard for. As a child of God, there are things that are promised to me and I don't want to miss out on those things because of my own insecurities or because of my own laziness to not step into the fullness of those things. And so I had to start challenging myself, like, what is this inheritance? You know, like, Lord, what is, what do you say? And the Bible is full of promises about who God is and who we are as his children and what God is calling us into. But I just want to speak on one right now. And it comes from John chapter 10, verse 10, which says, The thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come so that they may have life and have it more abundantly. God promises us an abundant life. And you know me, I'm a storyteller, I'm a lover of words, so sometimes certain words stick with me. And in this particular verse, the word that gets me is the is God saying, I have already come. I've come so that you can have this. It's not, I'm going to come. It's not, ooh, I'm planning to do this so eventually you can receive this. No, it's I've come. I have come so that you can receive it. Bam, it's done, go get it. Sometimes it's as simple as that. I know it's more complicated, like the work of actually receiving, but it's like, it's done, period. And there's another story that really just made this hit home for me that happened uh, in my family last summer. And I've asked with permission to share this story. So here it goes. Um, my parents are givers. If you know my parents personally, you know that they are just very sacrificial people and they give to their community, they give to the people in their lives, and most importantly, they give to their family. And the older I get, the more I'm really just able to see how much they have sacrificed for my sister and I to live the lives that we are living, to walk through the doors that we are walking into. Um, and so last summer was my mom's birthday and my sisters and I were like, you know what, let's really, let's really do something that's really going to bless mom. Like, let's find a way we can really surprise her. And my mom is a lover of the theater. She loves plays. She loves musicals. She loves all of that type of stuff. And she hadn't seen Hamilton yet. So my sisters and I were like, oh, you know what? Let's all chip in and let's get mom and dad tickets to see Hamilton for mom's birthday. All of my sisters are working women. So we all chipped in and we got her the tickets and my mom's birthday came and she was so excited like i wish you guys could see how elated she was because she was so surprised like she was not expecting it it was just such a beautiful moment and so we were all super excited like yeah we got her like that was so fun and then a few hours later i received a very interesting call from my mom and I got on the phone and she said to me, Natalie, that was so sweet what you and your sisters did to surprise me with those tickets. Like, I'm really grateful. That really means a lot to me. But I've been thinking about it and I'm just not that comfortable with you guys spending that much money on me. And so I was thinking that maybe you could return the tickets and um, we'll use that money towards like a family trip or we'll use that money towards... Um, you guys can keep some of that money and I'll go see a less popular show. And as I was sitting there, I was just like, wait, what? 
wait, what? <laughs> and the crazy thing is the tickets had already been paid for. This wasn't a birthday card where we told her, we're going to get you Hamilton tickets. It wasn't a, we're planning to if you're interested in this. No, we knew what she liked. We knew what would be a blessing to her. So we went ahead and just took care of it. And that's the same thing God does for us. He looks at us as his children. He says, you're worth I already paid for that. The gifts that I have given you, the things, the plans that I have for you, I've already paid for that. It's not something you have to figure out if you're worthy of it or figure out if you are deserving of it or ask me how much it costs. It costs the cross. And guess what? I already did it because I love you that much. Someone needs to hear that today. God loves you so much that he was willing to go to the cross for you. I think sometimes, especially those of us that have grown up in the church, we can hear these verses a million times and suddenly they become deaf on our ears. But today, let's challenge ourselves to hear John 3.16 differently. God loved us so much. He literally paid. He paid for the life that we could live into. He paid for the life that he called us into. He paid for our worth because of love. So let's be respectful children. Let's be people that honor the work that he did on the cross by receiving it with open hands. I want to get real practical for a second because I think sometimes we can hear these things, oh, John 10, 10, John 3, 16, and it can become head knowledge, but it's not really heart work that we enter into um, to transform the life that we're living. And so this is a journey that I'm still on. I don't have all of the answers, but one thing I've been learning to do is um, opening my hands to receive. And the way I've been doing that is by forcing myself to not always have the answers for things. I am just someone naturally, I like to know the outcome so I can be prepared. And if I don't know the outcome, I like to at least know 10 different ways something could or should go so that I can evaluate, is this a risk that I want to take? But guess what? That's not faith. That's me relying on my own capabilities and my capabilities aren't that great if we're being honest. But one of the ways that I'm learning to receive this abundant life is holding out my hands and saying, okay, God, what do you have for me? Even if it scares me, even if I feel like I'm too small for it, even if it's intimidating because I can't see how you're going to put all the pieces together to make it work. I'm opening my hands to receive. Help me to receive. Sometimes it has to be a prayer. Sometimes it's not something we know how to confidently do. Sometimes we have to ask like, Lord, please help. <laughs> you know me, you know how I get, <laughs> please help. And that's okay. He wants, he is our heavenly parent. He wants to enter into that. And so I want to challenge you this week to open your hands to receive, open your hands to receive the abundant life that God has for you. I want to share this poem um, by one of my favorite poets, if not my favorite poet, named Arielle Astoria. It's called Glorious, and it kind of hits on really the essence of what I've been talking about in this podcast. Um, I won't read the whole thing, but I encourage you to look it up. I think it's on YouTube and just hear her read it because it's really beautiful. But right now, I'll just share a small excerpt. She says, I have this bad habit of believing that all good things that happen to me are not actually for me that they dodged the person they were meant for and wound up in my lap by happenstance. I once attended a retreat where they asked us if the glass was half full or half empty, and I said both, but it doesn't matter because it's not my glass to begin with. She said, okay, so what does that mean I need to learn to accept? I said, I guess that means I need to believe that I am deserving of glorious opportunities. 
I am deserving of glorious opportunities. She repeated, I am deserving of glorious opportunities. I would read you the whole thing if I could, but that would just take too long. And honestly, you should just hear it in her words and her flair. But that part always gets me. I am deserving of glorious opportunities. And I want to put a twist on the words just a little bit and say, I am worthy of glorious opportunities. You are worthy of glorious opportunities. You know why? Because God says you are as his child. God said you were on the cross. You are worthy of glorious opportunities. And so today I want to challenge you to open up your hands and to receive. I want to challenge you to do that by opening up your hands and repeating over yourself, I am, I, I was almost about to say I'm glorious. I am worthy of glorious opportunities. You are worthy of glorious opportunities. I would imagine that there are some people who are listening to this and think maybe that this is a selfish way to live. And I'm not challenging you to process your identity through what God can give you. That's not what this is talking about at all. What I'm trying to get at is the fact that God calls us to live lives of obedience. God has plans and ways that he wants us to participate in his work here on earth. But we will not enter and do the work if we cannot foresee the work that he is calling us into. And if I can be real personal for a second, the things that God has me doing right now, the things that I see him calling me to do in the near future, they are not things that I would have chosen for myself. They are not things that I would have even dreamed up for myself. Because honestly, like I said in the first episode, I'm someone that tends to prefer the background. I have had to go through the journey of learning and recognizing my worth to even get to the place where I could say, oh... Lord, you want to use my voice. Oh, Lord, you want to use, you want to create platforms for me where I'm a little bit more visible so people can hear you through me. So when I say open your hands and say, I am worthy of glorious opportunities, I'm not saying, oh, just process your life through the lens of what God can give you. No, I'm saying process your life through the lens of who God says you are and who you are is a child of God. And as a result of that, you are worthy of every single thing God has for you. You are worthy of the life, the abundant life God has called you into. And so for those of you who are listening to this and you, you're not in the place where you and God are the best of friends. Maybe you're wrestling with if you even believe God exists. That is okay. Keep wrestling. But as you're in this space, let me declare over you, if you can't declare over yourself, that you are worthy of glorious opportunities. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of romance. You are worthy of healthy relationships. You are worthy of a job where you feel you are thriving. You are worthy of healthy family dynamics. You are worthy of the abundant life God has called you to. Now, will you do the work of receiving it? Will you do the work of believing God when he says it? Only you can answer that question. Only I can answer it for myself as well. 
There's one last part in this episode that I want to speak to, and it's the idea of redemption. Because I think sometimes we can hear stories like this and we can remember the ways we have fallen short. You can, maybe you had a similar experience like me where you're like, man, I really walked out on this person in my life. Or man, I should have studied something different in college. Or man, I should have taken more advantage of that connection I was given. Whatever the case may be, we all have moments. Oops, I hit my mic. We all have moments where we kind of mess up or areas of our life where it's like, man, I I did not step fully into what I could have in that moment. Well, here's some good news for you this afternoon, this morning, whenever you're listening to this. We serve a God who is in the business of redemption. And I'll tell you how that happened specifically with the story that I shared with you at the beginning. When I say I lost a guy in one day, I really mean I lost a guy in one day. Like we did not communicate for years. But a few years later, after our initial um our, our initial date, we did reconnect. And I was able to have a moment where I just got to share like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for letting my insecurities and my fear get in the way of the potential of whatever something could have been, or even just getting to know you further. God allowed there to be a, a level of restoration in that. And God does that throughout all of our lives. We have these broken pieces or these things where it's like, eh, yeah, I missed the mark on that, whatever it might be. And God doesn't look at that and be like, yeah, you really blew that one, Jekyll. <laughs> and if you get that reference, we are friends for life. I just have to say, if you got the reference that I just shared, we are friends for life. Moving on. <laughs> but God is not one to be like, you really blew it and we're just going to call that a loss. No, God is in the business of gains. God is in the business of taking those broken pieces and saying, you know what? I'm going to still use this and make you whole. I'm still going to use this and let it be a part of your story. Let it be a part of your testimony. Let it be a part of the next season that I'm calling you into. So I don't care what that thing is. I don't care if you're 55 and you're like, I have not been living in my purpose. I was supposed to go to nursing school when I was 19. It is not too late for you, Charlene, or whoever you might be. I don't know why that name just came to my mind, but it did. (laughs) Um, It's not too late. God is in the business of restoration and redemption. And he will show you how he will make that come to pass in your life. So just trust him. I have nothing more to add to that. So I want to thank you again for joining me in the Speak Up podcast. Um, again, I'll say that it would really mean a lot if you would share these words with someone who you believe needs to hear them, whether that's a friend, whether that's um, a mentor, whether that's a sibling, a cousin, a family member, whatever it might be, whether it's just posting on your social media. I My biggest desire, my prayer is that God will get these words to the people that need to hear them. So I just ask you to participate with me in that by sharing it with your community and those that are laid on your heart to do that. Um, it would also mean a lot if you would subscribe to the podcast. And I know I said comment in the last one, but what I really meant is review. If you would just leave a review, letting me know what you like about it, um, what you hope to see, what you're excited about in this show, um, that will help the podcast go a lot further. And it will just mean a lot to me as well. So thank you for those of you who have already done those things. Thank you for those of you that will do those things. We are in this together. And I am so, 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 so grateful. So let me close this out by saying a word of prayer over you, whatever you have for the rest of your day. May you go forth in boldness. May you go forth knowing exactly who you are. You are a child of God. And may you start to go receive some of those glorious opportunities that you have been missing out on. And let me know what they are, okay? All right, let's pray. 
Lord, I thank you so much for this podcast. I thank you for this microphone, Lord, and the words that you are giving me to speak within it. It's not about what I have to say. It's about what you want to say through me. And so I pray, God, that in my willingness to be used, that you will now use your children, God, for your purposes, for such a time as this. God, There are your da- these are your daughters and your sons that are listening to this. Will you remind them of that today and this week? Will you remind them of how much you love them, how valuable they are to you? Um, the plans that you have for us, God, help us to dream bigger this week, to see the fullness of who you are and what you're calling us into, Lord, and help us to respond with obedience. You really are so good, God. And I thank you, Lord, for the ways that you show up in our lives, both when we see it and when we don't. May we see it more this week and respond in accordance. In Jesus' name, I pray and give you thanks. Amen. Thank you for joining me for episode two of the Speak Up podcast. What are you going to do this week to speak up?